everybody. I'm Cameron. I'm Zach. I know everything. I'm learning. You are. And this, this is, is the, the Watching You Watch, Watch podcast. podcast. Yep. So here it is. Episode three of season two Wait. of Game of Thrones. Four. Sorry, four. We didn't. We weren't paid to count on this podcast. I know. We we really aren't. I'm just so <laughs> excited for Game of Thrones, Zach. I couldn't. <sighs> my my counting muscles went away. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yes. So, like I like Zach corrected me. This is uh, episode four of season two of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, entitled "Garden of Bones." Mm. Uh, fun episode all around. Yes. Lots so of people. I want to jump right into it, but I have to say this first, as I usually say, oh, if this geez. is your first time watching this. Uh, this is the Watching You Watch podcast where we recap shows with the special theme that one of us, me this time. He's pointing at himself. It's not good radio. Yes, it's not good radio. Um, <laughs> have seen the show before. And the other of us, Zach over here. I'm pointing at myself. It's bad radio. <laughs> hasn't. Uh, so I kind of ask him leading, tantalizing questions after we watch one episode at a time. He makes me and more we- terrified to watch the show than I normally would otherwise. <laughs> and we do this all for your benefit. Yeah, not mine. My heart is broken. Uh, yeah, we, we like to toy with Zach's heartstrings a little bit. They're, they're so out of tune and sad. <laughs> so here we are uh, in Game of Thrones Season 2. Uh, I know a lot of you who are probably big Game of Thrones fans are getting real psyched up for the new season of Game of Thrones. We're starting to get oh, some information leaking out. Zach is I need avoiding, to put my head in a hole. Yeah, he's avoiding the internet like... Like a plague. Yeah. But I do good in the Tumblr. I can't help it. Don't you dare put something on the Tumblr. Yeah, please don't spoil him. I, I have kept myself We're taking pure. it slow. We are, I, we're, t- we're taking it very slow. I have slow. my Game of Thrones purity ring, and I am not giving it up. You know, I, there's there's just all sorts of horrible ways this metaphor could go. I just don't know if we could continue or not. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we're in season two. Uh, Zach, you've been okay. enjoying it so far. Yes. Um, so season this episode we watch episode four. It's entitled Garden of Bones. It's there a were a lot of bones. there. Yeah, I don't know. There were a lot of interesting things happening in it, though, so yes. why don't you give us a brief recap well, of what happened? Yeah, my, my heartstrings are pulled very taut. It's one of those sort of, like, look at all the things that are happening episodes, and then there's, like, okay, and then the episode is done. I was like, all right. So, start of the episode, we have two guards just making fart jokes and getting killed by dire wolves. <laughs> um, classy so, stuff. Yeah, classy stuff. They're, they're doing good. They're good job as guards. This is what our tax gold goes to. Um, so thanks, Obama. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Joffrey. Um, but let's see. So they, oh crap! I'm losing track of my my, jeez, my Starks again. Rob Stark. Robs. Robbers. Rob. Robbers is doing the war things, and he meets like battle nurse lady, and she's like, yeah, you're. Kind of, you know, war is terrible and I don't like you. And he's like, but you're pretty. And she's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yep, I like it. And so we go on to other. Gosh, I, I won't be able to keep this in order anymore. I'll just go to things. So basically we'll go to things that matter, i.e. dragons and Daenerys. And she's leading her small 
dwindling horde of Dothrakis. It's very dwindling. Karth, not Quarth. Yeah, Karth, no not Quarth. <laughs> um, and they go a place that has surprisingly less bones than I was expecting. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's called the Garden of Bones. Because if you don't get in, you're you're dead. Because and everyone that sits out there just, like, cries until they die because they get into Karth, Car- which is, like, the most happened in place over in Dothraki land. Apparently. I don't know. It's big old deal. And um, big old guy who says he has too big of a name to say is like, Oh, welcome. I'm a merchant, and these are my 13 compatriots, and we own this place. Do you want in? You have to show me your dragons. And Daenerys is like, <laughs> no. And he's like, okay, bye. It's like, if you don't show me your dragons, you're not getting in. And she's like, listen, I will burn you with fire first. <laughs> and then they're like, ooh, you are a zesty one. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to leave, and then... Um, other man that's like privy to their cause, like Dos Cuckoos, Cuckoos, or something. I don't know. Cuckoos. <laughs> <laughs> it was something that was similar. Repeated. Oh, I'm terrible at names. I love this. And he. This gets me every time. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna call him Dexterous Cuckoos. Dexterous Cuckoos. <laughs> <laughs> There's a D in there. And the, forget it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna entertain this. Forget names. They're all getting code names. Dexterous couscous. And he's like, uh, I, I'll let her in. She's cool. I'll cut my hand. Oh, okay, fine. And so they get in, and they're gonna live, and the dragons are gonna be okay, and that's what matters. Um, okay, but moral of the story is is also over in other weird Lannister stronghold McMouse torture place. There, they caught, um, goodness. Arya. Yeah. Uh, How could you forget Arya? She's like your Stark of the Week always. Listen, my brain is not working at 100%. And another Robert Bastard child. Um, so... They're torturing people for the information they can get from them and then just, like, straight up murdering them. And um, Robert's Bastard Child is about to get, like, um, Mickey Moused. And then uh, the big old Don Lannister Tywin comes in and is like, oh, you're killing people here just, like, one every day for, like, no information? Well, that is a complete waste of human resources. This guy's a blacksmith. He's going to do smithing stuff for us because we're at war. And everyone's like, what? The peasants do stuff? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Once again, we see the the fine training of the Lannister guards. And also, something that I noted, they all have predator masks. They all just sort of like flay out like... He's like (laughs) waving his hands around his mouth right now. I'm I'm assuming that's him trying to be predator. Um, Once again, fantastic radio. Fantastic radio, guys. Um, And basically... Uh, saves Arya. He's like, uh, does everyone know that's a girl? And everyone's like, what? Yeah, Tywin's like, uh, that like, boy is a girl. And they're like, how can boys be girls? And you guys, listen, I'm Tywin Lannister. She's gonna be my cupbearer. And and then he's like, why are you dressed up as a as a as a boy? And then she's like, it's safer to travel. And then he's like, like smart. smart, smarter than all of you fools. And they're like, darn it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> You can't come back from that. You really can't. And, okay, what else happened? Oh, yes. King's Landing. Things are getting real saucy with... Always. Oh, my goodness. So Joffrey's being a big old butt nugget, and he's having all these weird, like, beating the crap out of people fetishes. So he's beating Sansa in front of everyone, and a good old pimp daddy imp comes, and he's like, no. No, no, honey. This is not how you treat your queen. Are you stupid? Tyrion's not having any of this. 
Yeah, Pimp Daddy Imp, baby. Um, <laughs> and he takes care of that. And also, we get to see cousin, weird Lannister cousin. Lancel Lannister. Lancel. Previously, uh, Robert's <laughs> cupbearer from season one. Yeah, he he's just as oblivious, but now he's a knight and he's oblivious, which is fantastic for um, Tyrion, because now he's going to use him to basically spy on Xerxes all the time. All the time, all day, every day. It's going to be great. So what's happening with um, um, Camp... Camp um, oh, Camp Renly, Renly and, and uh, Stannis. Well, yeah. the, well basically, uh, Littlefinger, McBailish face, gets over there and is like, <laughs> Big Baelish hey, face. we're going to do deals and stuff. And how you doing, Marjorie? And she's like, fantastic. Just, you know, I can't believe I'm not butter. And he's like, well, why aren't you having babies? And she's like, why aren't you not a sleaze? She's like, why aren't you married? <laughs> burn! Burn! <laughs> because Eddard Stark! Whoa! And evidently he brought, like, Eddard Stark's remain for Catelyn because his plan is like, wait, I love you. And she's like, get the heck out of here. I have a knife. And yes. he's like, um, but I brought you your husband. She's like, seriously, get out of here. We're tired of your shenanigans. But it's you important to us. note that he is sort of... Oh, uh, oh no, no. The important thing to note is that he says that he is in control of both of her daughters, when in fact he is, like, maybe one-fourth in control of one. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> and he also sort of makes the insinuation that, like, Catelyn could take the whole Jamie situation into her own hands and, and make a do trade. It, yeah, and do it behind, like, Rob's back. And so he's just being a real... I don't know. He's working all the weird angles. Everyone's just trying to get theirs. And Stannis and Renly have, like, this big old, like, sibling... Raw, where they're like, you can't be a good king. You can't be a good king. I hate you. I hate you. Ken's like, get along. And they're like, no, we're going to kill each other tomorrow. And then they leave. Yeah, they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> it's like, I used to love him. And the, the insinuation being, you don't. That I used to know. Okay, I'm sorry. That was really lame. War sucks. War sucks. Killing brothers stuff. Anyways, um, so I'm tired and... Oh, yeah. Also, there is a shadow demon baby thing. <laughs> you know, also that. <laughs> just, sort of, just sort of tag that it's at the end. It's just sort of there. Well, that's kind of what they did. They're just like, hey, surprise, she's, like, pregnant. She's, like, super pregnant. It's like, well. Even though that only happened, like, what, like, she just like, ago? Yeah, she just pressed, ago? like, the easy button. And <laughs> it's like, babies. And also, they're, like, shadow demon evil babies yep. because shadows come from the light or whatever because she's white. I don't know. I don't get this religion. It's just odd and I don't like it. Well, we'll 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 talk about that a little bit in this episode. I know because it's kind of, I don't know, there's just a lot of things that are happening. I'm sort of terrified because people are going to places that are progressively worse and worse for them. The only <laughs> one who seems to be coming out okay is Tyrion. For how long? Well, yeah, once again. He has a lot of up and down swings, but he's he's on a he's on a pretty good upswing. Yeah. And I like it. Um so let's oh, just oh, yeah. and Go Joffrey ahead. beats makes un- Rose beat another one of her yeah. people to death. That scene is so wrong on so yeah. many levels. On all the, I I don't even know, man. I don't, it's just so wrong. Joffrey just needs to get a constructive hobby, like crocheting. <laughs> I I just not crossbowing. Yeah. I just think that if he was, like, crocheting, like, he would just, like, crochet the most, like, vile things. You know, like, Aww. a little cozy for his 
like rods to beat people with, or his crossbow. <laughs> a crossbow, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, ugh, it'd be so wrong. It would be so sad. Um. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and just kind of unpack this episode a little bit, and I want to kind of dial yeah. back to the beginning of the episode. Oh boy, uh, a little bit. Uh. So the the show sort of opens up this time with us seeing a successful Rob winning some uh, winning a battle. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of great. He's just wrecking face. It seems to everything that he applies himself to, he 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 wins. Except for nurses. Except for nurses. nurses. And this is what I want to talk about. What were your f- first impressions of her? Her name is uh, Talissa. Tavel something or another. Talissa. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> or Talisa. It really it depends on who's saying it and when. Uh, but she's an interesting character, and I wanted your opinion of her. Um, I really very much like her. I can sympathize with her being sort of like medical. I feel like I'd have a very similar stance to the thing because war is bad on whatever side you're on. It's like, well, oh, good job. You helped. Yeah, they but like immediately assume that way. she's like a Lannister doctor, and yeah, then like, she's exactly. just like, no, I'm here helping. I'm just here helping. Everything here is terrible, and I don't want to see anyone be hurt. But, you know, you're you're making a war. And good job. You don't even have like a five-year plan of what will happen after the war. Yeah, that was one of the best scenes, I think, yeah. from her, is that she immediately is like, oh, like, so are you going to be king when this is all over? And he's, he's like, like no, no, I don't want to be king. And it's like, she's like well, what then who do? will be? And he's like, I don't know. You know. And she gives him the like, okay, good plan. Look. It's like, wow, this this is this is who we're following. Good job, guys. Yep. And I just love how like unafraid she is to say that, like right to his face, right there. Like no, she just sawed off a guy's leg, and then she's insulting <laughs> yep. this king. No, and, you I, know, I feel it's pretty appropriate. Uh, I would do something very similar, if not take the saw to him and be like, listen, <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> and yet, like, you can't help but feel like. Rob is still justified, even when he goes in, he's winning, but that's, he doesn't really have yeah. a plan, you well, know? Well, that's the crazy thing about life. Two people can be right simultaneously. <laughs> you know, we, I need that in, like, italics quotes on top of, like, a zen picture of, like, <laughs> a, a with seascape a bone or... <laughs> no. No, it like, needs to be on the blood of the bone saw. <laughs> This is how I make my relaxation posters. Oh, gosh. I'm also going to make the sign for the next Saw movie. Um, please no. <laughs> Saw 8. We're running out of fingers. <laughs> uh, just wait or, till they have to toes. Yeah. <laughs> or just like whole body parts. It's going to be great. Saw 5000D. We're at 24 and we had to start cutting off nipples. Okay, that got dark really fast. Listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the lights are the shadow of the dark, or whatever. Yeah, we're not even gonna we're not even gonna touch no, that I one yet. I can't recover. Uh, no, you can't. Uh, let's go ahead and move on then to um, Stannis and Renly. That seems to be another big focus of this episode. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be in this episode that things are coming to a head between yeah. them. That. Uh, war is sort of inevitable. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Catelyn, when she went there, was kind of trying to maybe see if we could align the Starks and Renly's side together, but... to fight a Lannister goal, but Stannis is sticking to his guns of, if you're not giving me the throne, you're my enemy. Right, which is complicated because, like, 
Eddard's letter yep. went to Stannis saying Stannis is the rightful king by mm-hmm. the line of succession. Yeah, so. Yeah, and it's funny because he pulls the, the Eddard card seeing Catelyn there and everything and just. He has every right to say what he's saying. Right. So my question for you is, since it it appears that there is an impasse between these two, which do you think is going to win between these two brothers? I I honestly see, I don't know, Renly does have some, like, very loyal troops, some decently well-trained troops, but Stannis's are willing to, like, do the dirty things, like, do the real true war things to win. Are we and talking about, have, um, like, make shadow babies? And yeah, I was just about to say, are we talking about a specific uh, priestess? <laughs> Not just that, but, like, Stannis would be the person that would, you know, hunt down everyone and kill them. He wouldn't take prisoners. He would, I don't know, he seems to be just, like, the very intensely war-minded Person. Yeah, I and agree. Renly's like the peacetime king. Like he would be fantastic right. if the country was just like doing people things. would love him if he had just like like inherited the throne. Seen, yeah, it like would have been okay. Things would have been decent. I mean, there still would have been all the bickering that would never go away. But you know, some good things probably would have been done. But they're not in that time. They're in a time of war and upheaval. So this is Stannis's time to shine. I think that <laughs> unfortunately Renly's going to get his butt whooped. Hopefully he won't lose his flower boy or my babe Ray. Or uh or um Marjorie. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would hate for him to lose butter. I just I can't it's Marjorie. She's she's much better than a stick of butter. That nickname is incomprehensible to me. It's more because I realized that it would really, really get under your nerves. I know. I'm just saying this, though. Marjorie is one of the few characters in the show that I find that I really, really like. And not just because, not just because, like, she's. I, I don't know. She just plays the game so well when you when you see her, and yet she, like and she you knows never... exactly where she stands. There's very few people who get where they stand, right? And she and like you you look at her and you know that there's more going on in her head than what she's saying, and that's the thing I think I love about Marjorie the most is like she knows how to carry herself and she knows how to not betray like anything that's going on inside. No, she's not like a true. Stark wearing her sleeve, her emotions on her sleeves. Yes, you know? she, and she only lets out like the one like well-fired response that like puts the other person on the defensive. Yeah. It's a great scene with that scene with her and, yeah. and little finger. Yes. Um, so with, with this conversation about Marjorie, I kind of have like a, a half joking question for you. Cause this episode Neat. has a couple of, uh, prominent couples <laughs> in it. Uh, yes. So I'm just saying, who would you give the the Westeros power couple <laughs> award to? Would you give oh. it to Renly and Marjorie this this episode? Would you give it? Well, maybe not this episode, just generally. Would you give it to oh, Renly and Marjorie? Okay. Would you mm. give it to Jamie and Cersei, or would you give it to Stannis and Melisandre, the Fire Priestess? Oh, obviously witches. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, shadow babies. You're win. taking you're taking power couple literally. Listen, um. Shadow babies beat incest, beat um, weird threesome between brothers and sister. And, like, being a beard mistress. Yeah, a beard mistress. <laughs> yeah, shadow babies, like, beat both of those. But I do feel like um, beard mistress beats Jamie and Cersei because they're really on a, not, they're not on a hot streak. Well, I mean, Jamie and Cersei, I mean, one of them is, you know, prisoner of war and the other one's banging the cousin, so. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not. 
not going so well. Not going so well for them right no. now. Not not at all compared They're to where it was in season one. They are. Well, yes. I guess only Jamie is. Cersei always seems to come out on top. <laughs> um, phrasing? Uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's jump across the narrow sea to, to continue this conversation yes. about episode four. Dragons. We have to talk about Daenerys in this episode. She's yes. not in it very much, but... Some very significant thing happens, and listen, it, it's like her and Arya. They only need like two minutes in the show to make you their favorites. Oh, I know. Yeah. So anyway, she she makes it into the city of Carth, um, and yes. uh, she makes it in there because of a uh, basically a very charitable person. Uh, who yeah. you have now <laughs> aptly named uh, Dexter's Couscous. Yeah, um, he was pretty darn generous because she's just thought, like, you know, you typically don't roll an intimidate check and get someone to like you. <laughs> but she did. She critted her intimidate check and yes. he was like, I like you. This chick is cool. <laughs> so so his name is Zaro Zohanduxus. I'm um, pretty sure that I was close. I'm pretty sure that Dexterous Couscous is going to be a more memorable name anyway. Listen. Uh, so, um... Zara. Nope. Yeah, you still can't. Nope. <laughs> so my question though for you about him is, what do you think his interest in Daenerys is? Um, well, they come from a similar thing. He said he came from the Summerlands, or basically he even like called out that he was like a savage. I. It's interesting. I wonder if he's looking. He's looking for some sort of a power play. I do believe because he sees it's like okay, we're similar. She'd listen to me. I'd get her in my favor. Also, she has dragons. I think that he may just want to branch out a smidge from trading spices. You know, it's kind of interesting, though. Like, all of them have some level of interest in her, or at least her dragons. Yes. So, And if they're businessmen, there's got to be some sort of a gain. Right. So the the way that that evolves over time is going to be interesting for you, mm-hmm. I think, to, to see unfold. Well, I mean, we have, like, what? Five to seven people in King's Landing and things are fracked. There's thirteen people here. Right, they, these thirteen weird. people rule this this whole city. It's kind of like a city state on the edge of the world where they just control mm-hmm. their little strip of nothing. And but it's kind of like a trading empire too. So yeah. it's a really interesting place, Karth, uh, and yeah. it, one that will be explored throughout um, the rest of. Yes. Of good. Daenerys's tenure there. Huh. Um you'll you'll get to see some really interesting things there. I'm excited to see how you react to there. Whatever Daenerys always seems to be doing something that's like interesting and the counterpoint to whatever's going on in like the rest of the world. So yeah. like you know, like yeah, like she just got in was like crossing the desert and everything was terrible, but like at least she's like not getting her legs sawed off on a battlefield in the mud, you yeah. know? And like there's all this like Dark stuff that's happening over in Westeros. And, and yet, her story is a story of, like, rising. Everyone right. has a story of a sort of, like, oh, boy. Falling. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> like, da- Daenerys, I think, is the only one that you can say probably at the end of this episode is in a better place than where they started. Like, maybe Tyrion is the only one, only other one I can think of, maybe. Ah. But everybody else seems to be in a worse spot, it feels like. Yeah, no, that's true. Or just, you know, not the spot that they wish they would be. Yeah. Speaking of being in places that you don't want to be, let's uh, talk about the place Sir Devos is at, at the end of this episode. He's mm, in a cave with oh. uh, with Melisandre, Mm-mm. and she is she is giving birth to a 
Uh, God dang heartless. Yeah, a big shadow monster thing. What I'm just curious. What did you think? Like before this this moment in in the show, we kind of we don't. Magic always sort of exists in a, a weird area in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know, Daenerys can step into On a fire outsides. and not been burned. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a weird witch slash fortune yeah, teller when she's like working witch, with. And I mean, it's like all these people on the sides, like magic doesn't take a por- forefront. It's not like there's like a counselor next to the king that's like, I'm your magic avazir. Yeah. And even even before then, when we see, like, as far as like magic from Melisandre, she's able to drink a glass of poison without... Dying, batting an eye, and like even like that sort of vitamins for her. <laughs> it, it exists in a sort of like limbo state. I feel like where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. like could that be magic or could it be like something else? Like is she just a master or okay, something? Listen, it has to be magic. No, there yeah, is, no, this is like definitely magic now. One million percent magic. <laughs> so I was just, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what were your impressions of Melisandre's? abilities before and after that scene well it's oh i definitely knew that there she had some weird magic and i and you honestly have to wonder if she doesn't have some sort of like a hypnotic ability like of a vampire because she just has like she's sort controlling of like, stannis yeah like she has just this pull on people and it's more than just like her confidence and charisma because a lot of other people have that but she seems pretty confident she can make anyone sway or bed anyone <laughs> it's we. I don't know. It's weird. She just. I don't. I wish that I could see her like principles and stuff like set out so I could understand more. I feel like I would understand more if I knew like the tenets of the the Lord of Light or whatever. I mean, we are getting a fair amount of it though. Like already, like it, it, it's establishing itself as like the one true God and yeah, um, rather than the old gods and the new gods and the, the seven and blah 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 yeah. the god trees. You know, yeah, yeah. she she seems to think that she's like tapped into like this one real thing. thing. And since so far, you know, yeah, she's, she might she might be right about that. I mean, she just gave like birth it. to a demon shadow monster thing. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. And I don't like it. Um, what do you think she's capable of moving forward here i think she's capable of taking the goddamn throne if she so pleases <laughs> but do you think she wants it no that's the thing i feel like she she's, seems pretty like sold to stannis on this she's pretty sold to the shadows like i feel like she's a person who would never directly act on things unless she absolutely had to she's like a person that just like manipulates people from behind which is terrifying because she does it so well so then the obvious next question then becomes, what do you think this uh, demon monster that she just bore is up to? What do you think it's what do you think she is going to do with I it? St- I don't know. Have a rave. Who knows? <laughs> She's just going to be down there like, you know, raving with her, raving with her diva baby. And, and Devos like is just going to be sitting there being like curses on people. what is going on. It's like, listen, we need more bass. You need to drop a Devos. They're <laughs> doing the demon. <laughs> he's DJing. He's, he's he's like he's using his uh, knuckles that he carries his around his neck. His bones. Yeah. yeah to lay down a oh, sick beat. Like spoons. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He's laying down a sick beat with his knuckle bones. <laughs> listen, they're going to play the spooky, scary skeleton song and curse. Renly. <laughs> you know, I sometimes wish that the Game of Thrones of your headcanon, Zach, would be the real Game of Thrones. Listen, I, I could give you so much more headcanon, 
but that should be a completely different podcast. <laughs> we'll do a recap. Like, what I'll do is I'll have story time with Cameron, and I'll tell him my headcanon, and then he'll have to recap it for you, and I'll be like, okay, Cameron, what happens next time? You know what happens in the books, but my headcanon is different. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be able to keep up. You couldn't. <laughs> I can't keep up with all of it either. You have to create a whole headcanon universe. It's difficult. <laughs> but let's move into our weekly wrap-up questions here. Okay. Um, y- y- this episode, we kind of saw a decent number of Starks do some things. So let's talk about Stark yeah, of the Week here. We almost saw everyone. We did almost see. We didn't see Jon Snow. We did, yeah. and, and I mean, I guess we did see everybody. We didn't. We didn't see no, Bran. No Bran. We didn't see Bran no or Rickon. But um, we but we saw everybody. Did we ever really see Rickon? I mean, he's just sort of there in the scenery. It feels like every time yeah, that they go back Rickon there. Rickon rolled in this series. <laughs> Zing. Anyways. Anyway. Um, so who would you give Stark of the Week? We have, you know, Catelyn kind of with liked, Renly, I really Sansa, Catelyn the most because she was the Stark that was trying to do the most things and make the most out of the, you know, mess. Arya was great, but she was only really, she was to the point where all she could do was just sort of survive. Right. I don't know. I just oh, love the so scene. brutal. I love the scene with Catelyn and Littlefinger. Like, that was just so good. Just so good on like an acting standpoint, and just in like many levels. Oh yeah, I I think it's interesting how she understands how much she needs to do it, but she can't do to like it took everything she could not to just stab Littlefinger. I know, I love that. Another thing that you can tell that she holds herself back. Yeah. Also, that her devotion to her son is still there. I like. I love that. I love that she's like the perfect like war battle mom. Right. I also love the way that you can see her just considering like every option in her yes. performance, you know, like the moment yes. like that like Littlefinger tells her like I had to do what I did there in King's Landing and because she just I went through this died. like whole range of emotions. And, yeah, and, and you could see like, her like for a second realize it and then no 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 I can't be thinking that. It's just like incredible acting. Yes. When you I watch mean, her do I it. I guess that the acting is also partially what makes you the start of Stark of the week. But even and the tactical and just sort of game playing standpoint right. too. She doesn't. I and mean, I, I she kind of does it, the most moving this episode yeah. too. Yeah, and I do like the fact that she like actually. I really appreciate the fact that they got um, uh, Ned's remains. Oh, okay. I really yeah. think that that was pretty cool. And we also got to see those weird like <laughs> canvas wearing nuns. Oh again, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah uh, the the silent sisters. They, they're called sometimes. I like them. I wish nuns were as, like, metal as they were. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I think this is the biggest presence you'll ever see them have in the show, if I'm huh. correct. Well, yeah, because it was, like, um, first episode, then now, so I'm like, I recognize Because they're, oh, they're, they're a really neat flavor thing about the universe, and, I mean, if you read the book, it obviously is a little more oh, yeah. explained how, sure. how the, you know, the, the seven as gods work, and how it, what that devotion to them looks like, but they're very interesting. Interesting. It's a really oh. interesting thing to talk about, and yeah. and also it becomes a m- much bigger part of the show as it moves on. Like this whole interplay of how faith works in Westeros. Yeah, you know, interesting because I also love the fact that it's not just like he cops out and has one faith. There's like multiple, and you see all different ones and how they right. interact. And it's like it's like weird too because like you're not it, 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 every, everything's happening all at once. You got you know like the Melisandre and her whole yeah, like well, we Lord of Light thing and White Walkers and a terrible terrible winter coming. Well, yeah, just like all kinds of things and dragons and, and right crazy. And it somehow keeps all these things together. Somehow, yeah. it's it's wonderful. Yeah. 
Um, well, let's move on to uh, the question of the crown. Who would you give the crown of of uh, uh, playing the game the best? You know, if you had to award someone the crown this this week for how well they played the game, uh, who would you give it to? A lot of people doing a lot of really neat uh, things. You got Tyrion kind yeah. of outsmarting people. No, and no yeah, yeah. King's it's, Landing, it's, Marjorie. It's I really do like the Tyrion thing. Marjorie said status quo. Tyrion, this was like a Tyrion doing things episode. Unfortunately, people doing things episodes usually lead up with people getting backlash episodes. But <laughs> I really I do. mean, Eddard Stark much? <laughs> Stop it, my heart. <laughs> you monster. I'm still bleeding from that wound. Profusely. Anyway. So, yes, who, get, who gets the crown? Um, I really would give it to Tyrion. He wins on a lot of levels because, like, he knows how to do things correctly and, like, the code of conduct and, like, also sort of, like, went over the crowd because every time he was, like, with a group of people, he was in the right and Joffrey and it's and it's great because you can see how Joffrey knows how, like, utterly screwed he is and how in the wrong he is and, yeah, there's nothing he can do. At the same time, though, that does spur Joffrey to take a rather spiteful form of revenge <sighs> yeah. against him. Yeah, you know, the first time I watched that scene, I almost I was so horrified that I didn't I didn't quite understand it at first. Like I thought just like that was just Joffrey like being a sadist. Like that's how he got off. And yeah, no, 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 it no, wasn't no. about that. It was about him was getting about back at Tyrion. Spiking. Yeah, I didn't even really get that at the time just because the scene was just so. Blah. Yeah, it's it's just so like wrong on so many levels. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to this idea of plans. A lot of people who have mm. quite plainly stated their intention for what they're going to do moving forward. So who mm-hmm. who has the best plan moving forward? Worst Ooh. plan moving forward. Ooh. Worst plan immediately. Um, Littlefinger going there and saying, "Hey, Catelyn, I love you." <laughs> that <laughs> but that was, was this episode. He kind of got over it. Now he got out of his system, though. No, I mean like that was immediately. We have to remember, you, Zach. You, this question is always moving forward. We have to talk about beyond this episode. Well, whose whose plan do you think will work the best for them in the long run? I still don't think it was he. But the thing with it is he completely botched it. It was not a bad plan. It was a good plan. But I feel it's one that's going to bite him in the butt, Did too. he bo- botch it, though? I mean, he did seem to get his point through, and yeah, he dropped a box of remains there. You, okay, all right. In the words of Han Solo from the new movie, a woman always finds out, okay? She's going to know immediately <laughs> if he's lying. It's, yeah, sorry. It's going to, yeah, that that was a very poorly thought out plan, especially for Catelyn Stark, because she will shank him. <laughs> okay, so who has the best plan moving forward then? Like who? Okay. But at the end of this episode, we have a lot of mm-hmm. kind of lingering plans leading leading over, you know, Stanley. Ugh, Stanley, I just combined Stannis Stanley. and Renly. Gosh. Mm. That's a, Stan, no, I don't want, no, I don't let's want not any talk more about incest. that. Stannis and Renly have both openly declared their plans to like wage war on each other. Yeah, um, that's, you know, that's, that a, that's poor, an ongoing plan. That's another, like, that's probably second to most poor choice because, yeah, the more infighting there is, the more likely the Lannisters are just to sit back and be like, ho, 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 money, 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 die. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so what is the best plan? Best plan. Uh, that's tough because a lot, there aren't, well, I definitely... Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Tyrion definitely found the perfect pawn. In, with with Lancel Lannister? Yeah. I, yeah, I won't even tell you what I was going to call him. Well, uh, why? No, nope, nope, why not? Because I can't rem- I don't remember names and I know what I was going to say was wrong, but it did start with an L, so it's all right. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So, I'll take it. Um 
Yeah, so I think that that was one of the better thought-out plans. The thing that it is is I know that a lot of the plans that are being set into place don't have a lot of longevity, and the thing that it is is the whole, like, sneaking in the shadow demon baby thing, I don't really know what a plan that is or if they just want to do that in secret or... Like, what's going to happen from that. Yeah, like, even what that is is a plan. But as, like, a construction plan, Tyrion's thing will definitely last him long enough to get I mean, he's got an informant now. Yeah, but the thing that it is, it won't last forever. I mean, it... Cersei won't hesitate twice to kill that dude. She finds the true breadth and depth that he's like <laughs> doing the things not for her. Probably right, even though he, even better. though he's family. Yeah, well, listen, and we've already figured lover. out that Cersei. Well, yeah, but Cersei's just, she's not like her poppy. Her poppy's the only one that's like family, family, family. Yeah, I don't know. You'll have to we'll have to watch and see how this one uh, pans out for Tyrion. He Tyrion's done a lot of moving around. Yeah, he's since been a he little bit too hand. active, which is unfortunate for him because he's th- been doing the good things. He's made some enemies. He's made some friends. It's it's complicated. Well, unfortunately, he's made enemies with two of the worst people we can make enemies with: his sister and his nephew. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to this question of hope. Oh I have gosh. to ask it every week, but at the end of this episode, how hopeful are you on a scale of one know. to ten? I was hoping we see some Lannister death with Bronn. Yeah, that's true. He did threaten uh, Sir Marin. <laughs> yeah, they taught them the difference between a, threat. a lesson and a threat. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, dang. So, but, how, but how hopeful do you feel after watching this, Zach? Mm, I mean, things seem to be kind of going well I until Smoke Baby. Yeah, I'm honestly going to put us at, like, a 50-50 shot. So 5 we're, out of 10? Yeah, we're at a 5 out of 10. We're kind of at, like, a teetering point to either things all being garbage or not. Because this yeah, is a very no, sappy I, I episode because, like, this was a lot of just, like, things are starting to happen and then you know something big is going to happen. Again, I, I mean, mean... The biggest thing that happened is that, like, Arya is now with the king of the Lannisters. And right. And you know, again, we we are in the sort of first half of season two, so a lot of the remainder of season two will be about kind of seeing Crazy these these moves that these characters have made in the first half and how they'll pan out, obviously, and then the throughout the rest the of them, right? And then moves finale. and counter moves and <laughs> counter 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 moves, right? That's just what Game of Thrones is all about, it's you know. Ridiculous. <laughs> Um, well, as always, Zach, it's been fun uh, watching you watch uh, Game of Fro- Thrones. Thrones. Game of Thrones. I'm having I'm having trouble talking. There's not enough Froze in this show. There's not. It's but, unfortunate. I mean, the last Fro we saw was from no, Syria. Stop! 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 He's alive. Is he? <laughs> yes. Is he though? Stop! Shh. <laughs> My head cannon is real. He's wearing the Iron Man suit and. Killing Lannisters. Yes, because he's he's the crazy fancy, Tony Stark. Fancy, fancy Tony, Stark. Tony Stark. Yes, yes, he's his, his long lost uh, half brother, and they connect across the universes. And so he found a magic portal. Yeah, and to he's gonna show up in the Civil Marble War. Land. So it's not just like you know Captain America and Bucky fighting. It was gonna be Fancy Tony Stark and Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> and he's and he's gonna come out there with like you know a, a Lannister head in his sword, and he's gonna be like ah. Who's next? Yes, basically. Well, if you have any outlandish theories like that uh, that you would want to share with us, you can Listen, you can uh, Marvel Game of Thrones crossover. <laughs> if someone's made this already, they had to have. They're 
Well, I haven't looked at enough fan fiction. I'm sure they I have. have enough of my own. <laughs> anyway, you can share those theories with us. Um, you can connect with us on YouTube. Uh, maybe you're watching this podcast even there or on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have a Tumblr. You can connect with yes. us. Yeah, and there's on... even like a message function. You should do that. Yeah, connect with us on Tumblr. We want to tumble with you. Yeah, Wait. weird. Uh, it, it, okay. Sort of we, we still want to, but we... I mean, only if you want to. Like on the yeah, y- y- respectfully. Yes, they have respectful to say yes. tumbling. <laughs> God, what are we? Why doing? does this always happen? Why are we so? I don't know. Because, because I I don't know. Uh, oh, there it goes. Yep, yep. We're having trouble here. Yeah. Thank you. Intro th- outro music. See, see, it's getting worse. <laughs> I mean, but we we can make it through this sack. We we always find a way. Yeah. Um. Life always finds a way. Yep. Okay, you're, now you're clashing with the music, Zach. Uh, listen, I can't help it if it can't harmonize with me. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we'll catch you next time when we we, we see how the, uh, everything that has unfolded in this episode plays out. And you guys know what's coming ahead if you've seen it before. Spoopy, scary, demon babies. Yes. Yeah, may the dragons be with you. Sure, let's go with that.